Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. Uh, I am your host, Jamie Prater, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. Patrick Green. And Christian Motzka. That was a very sedated Patrick Green. That was the most sedated. What's a sedate? Patrick that was quiet. I know. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. Because I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, too. So yeah. there's been this big leak slash scoop, whatever, that dropped via the AVP Galaxy forums earlier today. A friend of mine, a friend of ours, Bradley John Swadebeck, notified me, and they were linked to three different audition tapes from three different uh, African-American actors um, giving performing a scene for from what is reportedly Alien Romulus or at least scripts for them to judge them to hire them for Alien Romulus. We're not really sure, but there's a lot to it. There's a lot in this in this scene or these scenes. And uh, I was really excited to kind of read it and uh, talk about it with you guys. Yeah, we should say what you said just now is worth repointing out that we don't know if this actually is the script of the film. Like we really truly don't. This could just be scenes to read. That's a very common thing on auditions is you get a sequence of dialogue that is sort of similar. Because I mean, at the end of the day, when this was going out for auditions, somebody could have leaked this as as well. So like, you know, th they might not be, this might not be representative of the final film. That said, if it is representative of the, of the final film, to me, this was actually an enormously spoiler-filled excerpt, like hugely spoiler-filled. And because it, if if this is actually what we're going to see, like what, what it seems like we're getting is the setup for the entire film, basically, which is that there is this drifting Weyland-Yutani ship in low orbit and that they're going up to investigate and that that might be the inciting event where everything sort of happens afterwards but what a what a fascinating thing to to get on a monday morning it also is worth pointing out that um while the, there are three african-american actors auditioning for this role this may not be the role that they would end up getting i remember some of the um the cast of aliens talking about how they had all read for either hicks or hudson so but the, but this character's name is bjorn and there's another character named rain and then an Android character named Andy. So that's more information than, than we had had previously. And interestingly, I, I don't know why I assumed that all three characters were male, but that's not necessarily true at all. What did you guys get from that? I mean, I got like, well, for the first interview or the first audition that I saw, there was a woman reading the lines to him. So, which I don't know any direction that they were given. I thought, well, this is interesting. Like, okay, there's a woman reading it to him, but it, made me think well this could be anything this could be anyone but someone had said recently that it looked like this role was specifically for an african-american person but i don't know where they got that information um but yeah I, I do i do find it interesting and funny that the android is called andy i like that did you like andy's joke it was very raised by wolves which is i saw somebody pointed that out on avp forums as well that uh, it reminded me a lot of the father jokes that he keeps kind of trying out on that show which you know that's one of those things that could be corny um in a in a way that's distracting or it could work it depends i'm sure michael fassbender delivering a joke like that would do a, a, an amazing job of making it feel sort of like we were talking about on shoulder of orion yesterday kind of like you know when when uh when love asks Kay a personal question and she does it in a way that's very awkward it kind of reveals a lot about what synthetics or you know in that case replicants experience so that might not be corny in the context of the movie. In the context of this, it was. I will also say, though, you know, this is a, a fascinating window into the audition process that people go through. And as an actor in, in a former life, I did a lot of this stuff. 
So what in the first video, the the guy who's uh, delivering the lines, the guy who's trying out for the part is reading with what sounds like a producer or like a casting agent or something, just somebody because she doesn't feel until the end particularly kind of into it. It's like she's kind of just reading the lines for him to kind of give back. So again, we can't read too much into that about gender or whatever. And then in the second one, it's, it's you know, he pre-recorded his own voice and just transposed it down a little bit. So it, we, we don't really know. This is this is all speculation as everything with this film has been to date. But what we do know is tone, right? Because they're not going to give them a script excerpt, even if it's fake, that has nothing to do with the movie in terms of the tone that it has, right? And the sort of vibe, because they want to see if somebody's a good fit. And the tone and the vibe of this are really cool, I think. It feels very kind of truckers in space to me. It feels very much like, you know, people kind of going about their lives and it's kind of hard scrabble, but they're, uh, it's not heightened kind of prosody, you know. Uh, I, I think, what, what, what do you guys think about that? Like, this feels pretty alien to me. Absolutely. There was a very... Um almost a humdrum or, or, you know, these are the problems that we have. These are the, the terrible things that are going on, but they're not, it wasn't that heightened. It's just, it was an everyday situation and, and not a positive one either, which again ties back to alien of these are shit jobs that these people are doing. In terms of the jobs, they do seem like shit jobs. Uh, and what was interesting, I'm, I was trying to figure out, are they like scrap, like what, what is their job? So they see this derelict Wayland dutani vessel floating somewhere so what are they actually doing are they are they on space cleanup they're they're talking about putting a tower down or there's some sort of a building i think they're building a colony okay okay if and it's like a mile up right it's like a big tower yeah right yeah. which could be like a docking station or something or i mean yeah, yeah. we really don't know but they're 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 people involved somehow in building things and mm. in doing something with derelict vessels Right. Yeah. Like yeah. there's maybe, maybe kind of construction, colonization, yes. that kind of thing. Yeah. And there was um, a, a reluctance to report the information, to report having yeah, right. found this thing. And I just, you get that, um, that Parker, like it's not our job. It's, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Yeah. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving how it feels. I'm loving that it feels familiar. Um, and certainly there was a little bit of the Parker vibe going on. I also like the way that these actors, um, read these lines it wasn't typically sometimes in the hollywood system or whatever the studio system when you have these black characters they make them a little bit more stereotypical like street talking jive talking which is to me does a disservice to them one of the brilliance one of the brilliant things about parker is that he wasn't that he was just himself um his best friend was brett and they were on the ship to do a job and the readings these the way they got these guys read this script really reminded me of that that they were kind of pulling away from the stereotypes i just like that they're delivering these lines as people and not as 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 like caricatures yeah me too there's other clues in this as well and again we don't know if this is the shooting script so take everything with a grain of salt but we do see references to way you right in it so it seems like Wayland yutani is is a company at this point which places this sometime after the events in prometheus and presumably covenant uh so like that's a, an early clue there because the companies had merged and because this is you know they've been around long enough to have derelict technology floating around right to be known and to be abbreviated that's the other thing too 
the fact that they that they refer to it, you know, with this kind of shorthand uh, is, I think, evidence that like people kind of know what Wei Lujitani is. It's just it's like, you know, saying Mickey D's instead of McDonald's, right? Everybody kind of knows what Wei Yu is. So that's another little clue, I think, into this world and into when it takes place. This also, it's worth, and I think this also, I feel like I'm stealing a lot from the AVP um, Galaxy Forum on this because I think I read this there too. But this could also be indicative <clears throat> of the the ship being related to the covenant like this this could be the actual covenant that's been floating out that david was on or walter rather or whoever i guess david so that's a really interesting other window into this is like if they were to actually link this back this could be a way to kind of continue this the prequels i very highly doubt that like i would say that's a there's a 10 percent chance of that happening but there is as we know, an unresolved floating Wayland yutani derelict vessel out there, right? It's from the films that has not been resolved yet. And who's to say it's not necessarily the Covenant, right? There's more than one. There's another ship that's floating around out there, the Sulaco, that ejected Ripley and Newt, just floating in space. It could be the Sulaco. That would be a little bit more of an exciting. I mean, the Covenant. But Covenant has left a bad, I don't know, I don't know. It could be anything, but I like the idea that it's the Sulaco as opposed to the Covenant. Would you describe it as a whaling yutani vessel instead of a colonial marine vessel? You could. Hmm. Do they really, I, I saw I saw a WY. I don't remember hearing anyone say way you, because that's very specific to the um, Aliens Colonial Marines video game. That was some lingo that they'd invented. I'd be mm. curious if that got passed mm. on. Am I mishearing it? I, well, I remember well, specifically the first guy said Weyu. And, and I remember that because okay. I clocked it. I was like, ooh. And okay. another guy said Weyland Yutani specifically. Yeah, one of them okay. said Weyland Yutani. Yeah. They did their homework. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of homework, we, we looked all three of these actors up on IMDb and they all have credits. They're all you know established people in Hollywood. They're not big names yet, but it, it adds a little extra validity that that these were uh audition tapes and we can get into that like why were these leaked but um this sulaco idea jamie is very interesting to me i'm switching back to that because it really does it opens up the window of when this film could be taking place so that's really cool and with the covenant with covenant was wayland yutani a thing yet yeah at that point mm -hmm. okay i just didn't pick up on that for whatever reason and covenant was 10 years after prometheus like it within the the, the timeline of the film okay so right. within that time will and yutani had merged okay yeah and uh, also so but the sulaco is not a whaling yutani vessel is it it's just it... well alien 3 implies that whaling yutani makes the vehicles we see a whaling yutani logo when she's um, accessing the black box. yeah that's right Right. And then they, the company comes in on their own ship, the Patna, which is a, a disarmed uh, Conestoga. Right. Which is the same class. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, who, who knows? That's part of the fun of this is we really truly. And we also could be talking about nothing because this could just be a scene excerpt that was, you know, from that, that they just wrote up for auditions. Um, but then that does lead to a question that Christian just raised, which is like, why are we getting, why are we getting this? Like, why is this? being released right now to me like it, this doesn't feel like a studio plant because if it, it, it's like such a low fanfare my i mean it's, it's their vimeo links with 30 views you know like it's not like a big you know what i mean um and also the the links the, the leaked 
you know, or not leaked. I mean, they're not even leaked. They've actually been out for a week already. Like they've been sitting on Vimeo. Um, and in that time, there was no press generated about it. There's no fanfare. The actual audition tapes themselves don't say anything other than like for Alien Project, you know? So it feels to me like these are just auditions that were put on Vimeo for uh, the producers to see and to like review. And somebody put the dots together and saw that these were audition tapes for this new film. And that's why we're seeing it. And maybe that they were supposed to be submitted as unlisted links or something and they just didn't do, do that. But it feels to me very much like this is not supposed to be a big, like, you know, here's like bait, go for it kind of a moment. But what do you guys think about that? Jamie, you go first because you have some thoughts. Well, to me, it does seem like it might be a studio because it, it because of how it's done. It's done with very little fanfare. Like you said, it was those links have been up there for a while. I feel like when a studio is going to do this, they're going to do this quietly. They're not going to make this big, huge deal like like they're not going to kind of wink at themselves. Uh, they're going to when studios have leaked leaked things in the past, they make it seem like it's this underground rogue person posting these links when in fact it's just someone who, who works for them to drum up some organic fervor and excitement which is exactly sort of what's happening although today the day it's breaking it's president's day here in, in the states a lot of people are away from their computers they're not in their homes so it's been pretty quiet in terms of uh response it'll probably take off a little bit more tomorrow when the week starts up again but yeah I, i'm thinking it's a studio thing i because it, it wouldn't do the actors any good to post those those like like Christian was saying earlier, like why would an actor do this? He might sabotage his career by posting an audition video. And most of the time the studios are going to be like, don't you, this is, you know, there's an NDA involved. You can't post this. You can't even talk about this to certain people. But then someone took the videos and posted them. The only people who would have, in my experience or in my knowledge, would have access to these videos are the studios. They're the ones who record it. You can't even record on your end, or they won't let you record on your end. Um, so that's that's what I think. I could be completely wrong, though. I, I think that these were recorded on their personal <clears throat> systems and just sent in as links. And and Christian, I do I want you to go in a second, but just before I forget, I, I think that they all have the same agent, and that's I think the agent posted the links for the studio and and just didn't do it right. Personally, I don't know, Christian. What do you think? Well, one of the three gentlemen says who who represents him i can't remember yeah. if the other two do i i'm i'm sort of split between the two because i don't understand how three different people in, unless what patrick just said is true that if they had the same agent and the agent messed it up as a i think it's a it would be a career limiting um choice for an actor to to release this especially if there's any sensitive information in this piece of script it just seems very weird in the end, I guess it's just what we want to do with it. If, if it excites us or it makes us more intrigued, then that benefits the film regardless. There are no gigantic spoilers, I thought. It wasn't like it's the, the moment when the main character dies and they're rehearsing their reaction to it or something. I'm, that's a very lukewarm response because I'm not sure where to go with it. <laughs> I, I still stand by the fact that, to me, I think this is not actually this, the movie at all. I think if it were, there would have been action taken a week ago to get this off of Vimeo. Like, I, I feel like Fox would have, or Disney would have, you know, stepped on this thing already. I think this is just, this is just audition sides that are being sent in on a script that you can choose from. And I think these three people might share representation and that's sort of what happened here. And I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if these are gone within two days, but I think if they're not gone, 
in my opinion, that's further lends further credence to the idea that these that this is just just random dialogue that is, feels like the movie, and that's you know it's not actually the film, because again, to me, like to me, that those are big spoilers in there, because we, I mean we didn't even have any idea what like how this was taking place, how if there was there going to be another beacon that they were going after, like we didn't know anything about it. Less than we know about the Holly series. I mean, the Holly series, we already have concept art. You know, we have this idea of corporations and AI. Like, we know a lot about that series already, but the, the this Romulus or whatever it's going to be called has really been a closed system. And, uh, but now if this is real, like, we do know why it seems there's an inciting event. We do know that the Android character dies in this inciting event or gets shot at least. Um, so, you know, if this is the actual movie, when we see the movie, we're going to know what's going to happen to that android character. We're also going to know that if they're going to go up in this ship, somebody's going to get in the way of this Bjorn character and Bjorn's going to react by shooting the android. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it, it's not like that's the end of the world. It's not like, you know, Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back or something, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a spoiler, I think, if it's real. It could be. Here's, with callbacks, again, I just always have to say that I'm not an expert on anything, but I knew how I know how some callbacks work sometimes, which is they give you a a, a, kind of a bland script, a bland read, and you read it and based off of, you know, hundreds of other people reading it, they call you back. And when they call you back, it means they're interested. And then when they when in that process, sometimes they give you a script from the project they're actually working on. So I think that this is possibly real from the movie itself um for them to have that much to work with tells me that these are callback auditions that they're like okay we liked what we saw we're going to give you something a little bit more familiar what do you know you know and so maybe they researched the alien series i don't really know but i, I do feel like it's 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 the real deal um but if at the same time i don't feel like they're spoilery like all we know is there are these guys working on this thing and they see a ship. That's kind of the setup. That's the setup for the movie, perhaps. Um, but that's it. That's all we know. And then I think that there's later on, someone's has something on their face. I think uh, there's a there's a moment where there's a face hugger or something like that. They're not clear, but that is definitely the implication. I agree with yeah. Patrick. I had forgotten that there was the the shooting of Andy. But again, you know, uh, look at Alien Resurrection, you guys. A lot of people get shot and come right back. No big deal. <laughs> That's true. We don't know. But I just say if if these are callbacks, uh, I've now looked at Alien Resurrection twice in the last week, and I want to uh, take a break from doing that. <laughs> um, so if typically callbacks, you have line readings with a partner, you know, you do scenes together. And that is usually, I mean, I don't know about post-COVID because I haven't acted in anything in a long time. But pre-COVID, you would always go there to do that. Like you would be reading it with somebody who was already cast a lot of the time or with somebody else who was kind of a finalist for something. They're trying to get a sense of, you know, chemistry and dialogue, but also screen testing people and having them in some kind of like, you know, simple get up so it feels sort of like the outfit you're going to wear. But this really, I mean, you can even see, I think on the second tape, you know, he has a kind of a walk around in his kitchen or his like living room. This, this, is, this is just people sitting at home with the you know, camcorder. So it, I, I think these are just blind auditions where they're just sending it in. Personally. Second guy is definitely unsubtly letting everyone see him from all, from all angles when he does yeah. that. <laughs> well, that's the but, point. And it, it is, it they is. have to do that because yeah, they have of to know course. what your build is. They have to know like how you walk, you know, they want to see that stuff. Yeah. So in the end, I think people should view this while they can, because it may get taken down, but take from it what patrick was saying of 
uh, this is the tone. This is this is how they want this this uh, this character anyway to come across on screen of of being belligerent, maybe. Um, yeah, you know things are not good. The the details that we have from the script show that it's not a good situation. <clears throat> and that's perfect for Alien. That's the point. We're moving away from the, you know, the starry-eyed, uh, optimistic scientists and back to more of the, the core characters. Which I like exciting. it. Yeah, it's very exciting. And I, if by chance it is a Sulaco, it connects us to the larger world. But if it's the Covenant, there's also a lot of implications there as well, because you have thousands of people, uh, uh, colonists still in cryo, and you have those little baby face huggers or whatever they are in the little drawers. So there's a lot, there's a lot that they could work with. Um, and it, but it also really feels uh, in terms of the texture of the dialogue and the scene, it feels like alien. It feels gritty. It feels dirty. The people, even the dialogue feels like the dialogue of, of real people, which I think is uh, a nice breath of fresh air because at the end of the day, at least for me, I know Alien is a lot of different things for, for a lot of different people, but I also feel like the films themselves, it's not just a film about, you know, Ripley battling the alien. It's a film about, or films about us dealing with our own humanity in the darkest times. And that's, it's not really about claustrophobia. It's not really even about the creature. Those things are representative of larger things, of larger issues in our lives that we have to deal with. So I, if, as long as they know that, I'm really excited about this. And you're both absolutely right that even if this is just random dialogue that has nothing to do with the real movie, we know one thing for sure, which is the tone that they are going for. And that in itself is a big revelation today. So even if we discount everything that happened, we know something about what this is going to feel like. And what it's going to feel like feels very authentic to me. And I think that's an exciting thing to learn. So very cool. Agreed. Well... With that, I think that that's a wrap. Just We just wanted to update everyone and uh, get together and uh, cover this breaking news, as I'm sure it will unfold, and AVP Galaxy will release their own coverage of this later on. So we'd love to hear what you think. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.